greetings and salutations. It's the Fat Daddy. What's going on, people? How are you doing out there in the wasteland of human civilization? I'm just popping shit. If anything, yeah, I might have glimpsed of like a claim to learn from any study of history whatsoever is people have had it far worse than I ever, ever knew. And it's, it's a tacky pick-me-up, so to speak, but the reality, um, both economically, uh, racially, in pretty much any category I could imagine, Relatively speaking, in terms of access to food, less vulnerability to violence that leads to my death. Um, it's a good age. It's a, it's a decent time. It just looks really bad every century. But um, other people went through a lot worse stuff, man, on just basic levels. <laughs> I mean, it's actually a scary thought to say that the human race has actually come a long way. Um, but that can be undone in seconds, minutes, hours, days, whatever it would be. It can definitely be affected. Uh, I don't. I don't see a level of. Uh, awareness that could facilitate a very positive outcome for the current state of things, but, you know, you can never fully assume you know anything. The minute that occurs, life will definitively set you up in a scenario or situation that will show you you know nothing at all. Uh, beyond all the random esoteric jargon I'm spilling because that's just what leaks out of me as a human being I want to talk about this awesome movie I saw by Daniels called Everything Everywhere All at Once because it's good um, and to say that is really kind of I'm, I'm putting it mildly um, Cinematically speaking, it's a breath of fresh air. That's good. Because besides, you know, intellectual properties that, you know, were in other media, like Marvel, DC, etc. Because um, I did love the Batman movie. I don't have a beef with any of that stuff, but in terms of original content, like purely original, not derived, uh, not updated, not altered, just purely original um, material, this movie is incredible. Um, 
I love how, just my point of view, you know, Matrix reference how you can tap into different things, except, you know, in the Matrix, you download shit into your head, but in this film, you tap into your other existences and harness their capacity by finding the proper pathway. Um, the funny part about pathways is uh, they depend on you. They have to be absurdist, and they get so absurd that uh, people are sticking things up their ass and fighting. And yet, this is a movie about love. Um, <laughs> These guys make some bugged out movies though. I mean, their only other movie, uh, Swiss Army Man with Paul Dano, great as the Riddler, and um, Daniel Radcliffe, aka Harry Potter for life. But uh, I like what he's done with his career because he had all the money, but he liked acting. He just did whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, he did a film called Guns Akimbo. I fucking love that movie. And it had a surreal moment where uh, the goofy co-worker of Jim Carrey from Yes Man through a Harry Potter movie and dressed up as Harry Potter like this homeless dude talking to Daniel Radcliffe's character. It's that stupid, I know. And again, totally going off, you know, off topic completely, but um, well, not necessarily. Harry Potter was in the first day in this film, so, you know, skipping the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, and it's just straight up what it is. Um, so you pick the pathways, and uh, so you can harness the power of your other selves within the multiverse. But, you know, the, the thing about it that was interesting to me wasn't just the whole multi. Uh, multiversal scenario um, it was more the performances um, and you know you got I, I have to apologize in advance uh, I think his name is Kehuhan. Um I don't know if I pronounced that appropriately if I didn't I apologize uh, but he, he played Data in the Goonies and uh He's in this movie, but he was amazing. And because he did stunt choreography and stuff over the years, decades, whatever, uh, the fanny pack scene is like worth everything. It is so fucking funny and so well executed. They got these guys. Uh, their last name is Ellie. I call them Lee Brothers, but I'm not sure if that's even the right pronunciation to be Lee Brothers. But I call them Lee Brothers. If I'm wrong, I'll be corrected. At some point in life, but um, these guys, who, you know, they did stuff on YouTube and they, they self-taught like Hong Kong fight choreography, and the, the fight scenes in this movie are incredible. Um, I'll say that again, incredible. The fact that you know the movie manages to be dramatic, funny, action-packed, and just like. Philosophically, you know, questioning is, is I like it all rolled into one. It's it's very cool, and um, 
know, the main protagonist, Evelyn Wong, she owns a laundromat. She has like these issues with her dad, who he, he basically disowned her when she got married. But you know, there he is. Um, and you know, uh, you could say it's a, a midlife crisis, but I think it's it's more than that. It's you know, um, what I'm at least from where I'm sitting. A story about how basically people don't often just look around and just stop and appreciate what they have and where their life is at this very moment. Not inside your head where you're fantasizing about having lots of money or lots of sex or lots of anything, but just being happy that you're alive, you're here, the people you love or whoever you're dealing with in a positive manner in your life and just accept it and just embrace it. Um, and I, I don't know, I, just the way it played out. Um, I love Jamie Lee Curtis as an IRS agent. Um, and some of the like weirder Rick and Morty type moments, like the hot dog finger in the universe. I mean, uh, it's funny, man. It's creative, um, you know. They, there's, there's like a dark humor, and you know, I appreciate that because, uh, you know, I don't know how many times I may or may not have mentioned that George Carlin's me um, is the greatest comedian who ever lived. Uh, had Bill Hicks lived longer and got to do more material, it would have been him. But uh, the level of uh, brutal, blunt force trauma honesty that comes out of that man's mouth has courage that I will never have. I might say shit to someone, you know, in the comfort of my home, but uh, <laughs> to make a living out of basically tearing apart uh, the illusion and visage of civilization is something that worthy of praise as opposed to criticism and, uh, I miss that in humor. Um, not to say that that's where this movie is going. It's very, it, it, it caters to Evelyn Wong's experience of life and, you know, the further experiences she gets through going through the multiverse. And, um, it's intense, man, because, you know, the father disowned her because she married her husband, and, you know, he brought her to America, and they opened this laundromat, and they've been there for years, and, you know, um, then her daughter got older, and then she saw that conflict between her and her daughter, and, you know, what we call the dream, you know, or success, you know, you're looking around and you're just like, well, what did I do this for? At least in her case, the, you know, the feeling is, what the hell is this? And, you know, at the time, they were going to have a party celebrating the laundromat and stuff. I mean, you just got to fucking see the movie. Man. I mean, 
I could say that, you know, I, I just think it's really about being present, being, wow, I'm breathing and I'm sitting in this chair and I'm not sick and I can move and I can see and I can hear and I can taste and wow, this is insane, this is great, this is good. Um, because, you know, a lot of times we never even appreciate our own health until we get sick. Then we're like, oh, God, I can't wait to be healthy. But then when we're healthy, we fuck ourselves up. I'm guilty of it as anyone else. I'm just disgusting. Just because you're guilty of something, you should never be allowed to discuss. <laughs> like if I'm guilty of making poor decisions or being stupid in life, you know, all of us have had moments. Some of the moments are prolonged. In terms of having, have the experience of a moment where you were a total idiot, we, I think we've all been there. Um, but I could be wrong. That's my assumption. I think every human being has done something really, really fucking stupid in their lives and regretted it. And sometimes we learn, sometimes we don't, you know? I just think it's about that journey and just seeing, you know, the funniness, like the sci-fi thing, or even, you know, her first encounter with her husband in the multiversal way. Uh, it's just everything. The way it's done, the way it's, the energy, the energy, storytelling, directing, action, choreography is uh, a breath of fresh air. It's, it's really... Uh, a very cool experience to have watching a movie. Um, I've, I've seen it uh, twice. Had uh, you know various responsibilities and time crunches, but I would totally go back and see it again. And, uh, when it's not in theater, I'll, I'll see it again because you know you get a better sense. You know, there's a rhythm to the story. When I saw it the second time, I was like, oh my god, there was way more action because, you know, the first time, and, uh, the story touched me deeply because of, you know, the mother-daughter dynamic, and, you know, when you get two people who love each other, but they can't communicate, they can't connect, uh, someone's gonna get hurt, um, And it's sad because it's, it's, it's a very real thing. And, you know, I might not be an Asian woman, but uh, Evelyn Wong is far more attainable of being in my mind than uh, Spider-Man. And no, I do not despise Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Um, my only Spider-Man gripe has been the same one since I was in the comic books. It's just cut him a break but anyway you know I can I can relate more to Evelyn Wong uh, not the multiversal shit even though you know conceptually I'm, I've thought of it uh, not linking up to my other brain and another universe but um More like, you know, my whole causality thing, I don't, you know, not to be someone who's like, you should have seen season one, because, you know, my seasons are regular and uh, shitty, and I 
context of my no causality thing, I mean, each moment is infinite, even though it's finite. Infinity is what constitutes infinity is an endless plethora and series of infinitely finite moments, and that massive infinite chain of finite moments is what creates our experience of reality. But if you say cause, what cause? Take let's take multiversal. Then what happens? I mean, potentially you're saying that the multiversal impacts you know, like this universe, me, and this universe is impacting me in another universe. And they kind of go over it. They said, you know, every time you make a divergent choice, you create another you in the universe. Um, Emma was special because there were. She had many instances of divergent her, like singer, masseuse, cook, uh, warrior, celebrity, you know, all of that. Um, but it's an incredible movie. Um, you know, you manage to deal with just regular boring family life and, you know, situations and turn into something crazy. Now there are other elements, um, you know, like uh, her daughter Joy, you know, is trying to introduce her girlfriend Becky to her gong gong, which is her grandfather played by uh, this, this dude who's been around forever, um, Pi, Lopan. I'm just gonna. I know he's James Wong or James Hong. I call him Lopin. Because um, he was in Big Trouble in Little China. And I thought he was funny as shit in that movie. You know, Jack Burton. <laughs> you know, Kurt Russell was awesome in that movie. Oh, I see your hair, Jack Burton. Like, yo, he's funny as shit. I loved him as a. He was in Kung Fu Panda too. I feel like he's like the Samuel L. Jackson. Like he's like him. Like he's in like so many movies, it's crazy. But um Yeah, the movie's dope. Um That's all I, I can't you know, it's something that's like I can break down stuff, but it's nothing to break down. Like literally the title kinda encompasses what the movie is. You know, it covers all these genres, it covers all these different Sentiments, emotions, uh, you know, um, you know, and it confronts the, you know, that that uncertain feeling of regarding life, like you're seeking a safe, certain answer, and there is none. There never will be. You never know anything, you know, but. It's good to be a little more honest with yourself and not deluded. It works wonders. Um, very hard place to get to, though. And, um, you know, there is a scene where the mother and daughter talk, and, you know, the mother is actually being honest. And I thought that was beautiful. Um, and again, those, those Lee brothers, I mean, or Lay brothers, the, that action choreography off the charts, man. I mean, it's a really good film. Um, 
which I enjoyed it insanely. I mean, I don't even know what to really say. You know, I'm, I'm happy that someone made a movie like this. Like, let's go there with that. I'm happy that someone made a movie like this. Seriously. No, no bullshitting, no nothing. I'm very happy that this film was made because it's beautiful. And it's creative and it's interesting and not to say that, you know, I, I mean I love my Marvel blockbusters. Um you know, like they've come a long way, man, like from you know, Rufarigno and the Hulk. I mean, they've come a long, long way. The characters don't look lame. Like, they actually look cool. But, um, this, with just like basically the regular people, super awesome, man. <laughs> like, this is seriously, like, so far, this is like, a, like my favorite movie of the year. You know? I mean, I did love The Batman, but I love this movie way more. Um, this movie seriously cool. Like, I think if this movie becomes, like, influential, it could help, like, really cool movies start coming out, like, original material, as opposed to, like, you know, big intellectual properties, because, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean became a big intellectual property. Granted, they really made it, like, cool, but I'm just saying, the Matrix is intellectual property, um, and again, that came from original concept, but still, I'm just saying, like, you know, some of these Marvel characters, they, they're really old, especially in this time crunch existence we live in, where, you know, in one nanosecond, out the next, like, you don't get a full second, right? And uh, I don't know how many, I don't know how many nanoseconds are in a second. I gotta check that out. Um, I'm very interested to know that. Uh, what is my question? How many... <laughs> nanoseconds are in a second. Holy God! What is this? <laughs> Alright, hold on a second. This shows you that uh, not my strongest subject. Okay, let me, let me figure that part out now. Jeez. Okay, so I mean, alright, there's a hundred million nanoseconds in a second. That's crazy.
But anyway, um, the world is pretty crazy, um, at all times, even in times of peace, but, uh, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it's just cool to see that movie, you know, in that way, in that way, very, very entertaining, and, uh, again, really enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis's performance, but, uh, I mean, I, I could rant about it, but I feel like I would just completely ruin it, um, if you've actually decided to listen to this, just see the fucking movie, um, because basically, I don't know, it's like voting with dollars. If you go see this type of movie, maybe they'll make more movies like it. I don't want a million clones of it, but I mean, more movies as in, like, you know, you're kind of trusting someone to do something creatively that you don't really see an audience for. It's because you never really had a chance. You know, certain things, if, if people actually become acclimated to seeing them, they open up to them conceptually, even if it's a small percentage. But anyway. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is a great fucking movie. I recommend you see it. Uh, if you can see it more than once, that would be better because uh, yeah, I love it even more after seeing it the second time. Um, and you know, I know a lot of people who just see movies once. I can't really internalize certain movies that quickly because there's so much information being thrown at you and there's subtext and there's what's implied and what you know, it's to try to discern the like full breadth of a given message. You know, it takes more than one view, even though that's just my opinion. Anyway, you know, this is a great fucking movie. Just go see it. It's playing everywhere now, like literally everywhere. Unlike the first two weeks or so, whatever, it took forever, ever. To come to the theaters. So, this back daddy, uh, you know, I hope I amused you temporarily for whatever amount of time this is. Uh, and if I didn't, I'm really fucking sorry. Uh, such is life. Adios. Peace out. Later.